It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, and the rain. I, did anybody foresee rain? I mean, I didn't look at a weather forecast. Our chief meteorologist, Ward White, did not mention rain yesterday or did you i did i just wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. imagine that shocking (laughs) it is how are you this morning good anything exciting going on no you getting jazzed up for the weekend Mm, yeah big weekend it is a big weekend ryan good morning how are you i'm good how are you tom good what's the biggest thing baseball is it baseball? Is it women's final four? Is it men's final four? What what's the big what's the big thing? I've got a track meet. You do? Mm-hmm. Nice. Where at? In Fort Worth. When is that? Saturday? Friday. Friday? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were in Temple Friday. No, that's next two weeks. Oh, okay. April twelfth and thirteenth. Wednesday, Thursday. Gotcha. Are you the guy shooting his gun up in the air? Yes. I bet that's a fun job. You have the little red thing on your arm so everybody can see it? No, you don't longer have to have that. You don't have to do that no more? No, because it's all automated time. In other words, when they cross the finish line, it'll their name and the time will pop up automatically on the scoreboard. Oh, so they don't have to have the little printer, the paper and we don't have you know, you don't have pickers, timers, any of that. That used to be the fun gig. Was the pickers and the timers. I used to love to do that. It's all instantaneous. Yeah. So do you have a like a backup starter? Mm-hmm. That's the job I want because you get to fire the gun when they when it's a when it's a false start. That's right. Because, and then you get to point. That's your first scratch. No, no such thing as a first scratch. Really? Mm-hmm. They're out. Out. Are you wow. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Is that how how long has that been going on? For a while, has it? Yeah. All right. So there's no more scratches, huh? No. Wow. I mean, they're scratched. You're out. Well, yeah. You're yeah. I'm, but you used to get like get a little spank on the hand Mm-mm. and get back in line. Nope. That's how it was for shot putting discus too. If you scratch, that was that counted as a throw. You didn't get any redos. But you get three throws, right? Yes. Yeah. But if you scratch, then that. But that's a no throw if you scratch. Exactly. Huh. But on a on a on a prelim. No, on a false false start, you're out. Really. Mm-hmm. The finals too, huh? Everything. That's no good. That's great. Hang yes. in there. <laughs> the, the ones that used to drive you nuts is when they'd have a they'd have a scratch and they'd all run and jump a hurdle, you know, and then you'd, you'd have to reset the hurdles and then it'd take forever. Mm-hmm. Is that why they did it? Time? Um, maybe partly time and partly just because there's no really no need in it because you get one guy jumping then next guy yeah lane three jumps and then lane four jumps and and you come back, and everybody's still in. So, so now you just fall out because you're you're not in this race anymore. Come out of the blocks, you're you're done. State championship, you're done. And you scratch on the hundred meter dash. Mm-hmm. Adios. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know that. Well, interesting. 
I didn't know we were going to talk track and field either. So <laughs> I love this show because you never know what we're going to talk about. We don't never know what we're going to talk about half the time. Uh, all right, you can join us on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. So you're saying – no, you didn't say. You were just telling me what you were doing. So is is one of those three bigger than the other? I'm telling you, they're, they're all I, big yeah, for me. I, I'm I'm excited about all of them. I want to see some baseball. I want to see all the basketball I can. Uh, I want to get some XFL. What? Yeah. Tom's like, that's still they're, going on? They're still playing that? Yes, they are. <laughs> all right. <sighs> I wonder how I did this weekend. Anybody know? Did anybody check? As far yeah. as ratings? Ratings and attendance and stuff like that? that. No. I saw. I caught part part of the Monday night game this past week, but that's about it. Who was that? I DC in Houston. Yes. And what did you think about the the folks in the stands? Was it? Uh I mean, it wasn't packed. Obviously, it was a good crowd. It was a good game. I think it was like thirty seven, twenty eight, something mm-hmm. like that. It was a good game. Real good game. All right. Well, maybe it's getting better because honestly, at the first of the year, like I said, I didn't think the football was very good, but I thought the presentation was incredibly interesting. I still do. I mean, I'll stop over and watch a little bit of it when when I find it. I mean, I don't seek it out, but when I find it, I just think it's kind of cool that, you know, everybody has a microphone and, you know, there's, I don't know, is there such a thing as too much information? For me, there is. Who who Who's mic'd that you don't want to be mic'd? I, I don't need, I don't need all of them. Really the, don't. The only extra one I like is when they you listen in on, you know, referee decisions when they're talking with the replay officials, but mm-hmm. when you when you're interviewing the guy who just scored a touchdown right after he scored it or you just Oh, I'm not big on that either. Me either. No. No. I don't need Don't it. need that. I I I think that's that up and close and personal thing is, you know, but No, I, I that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the interact between the OC and I I I do like when they as they're calling the play. As they're calling the play. I think it's kind of cool. You I know? think if you listen in to a few of them, that's okay. I don't need every one of them. No, I agree. I agree. It, you know, if they just dabble with it a little bit, you know, just kind of like NASCAR does. NASCAR will, you know, will turn on a, a pit pit crew, and mm-hmm. but they don't do it the whole time, and I, I kind of like that. I've always liked that. I mean, you know, I've told you that before. You can go, when you go to Texas, well, you know, you've been to Texas Motor Speedway a million times. When you go there... You can you can listen in to your favorite driver's conversations going on with his pit team, you know his pit crew, and, or I think it's even you can even listen in on the spotter upstairs. I'm trying to remember if the, if the spotter's involved in that, but anyway, you can. It, it gives you an inside to what they're thinking and what they're doing. Is it like a little radio thing where you can switch to different? I think things? so. I'm trying to remember, but you wear a headset, and you know what. Wearing a headset's not a bad deal at an NASCAR race. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it can get a little loud. Yeah, it can. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I'm just kind of curious what, what we're doing. Okay, your Mavericks are in action tonight. Yeah. Against Philadelphia. Did you anybody figure it up mathematically? Do they have to win them all to get in? Uh, they have to win, and they need some help from Oklahoma City to lose. Well, can they beat Philadelphia? I mean, well, anybody can beat anybody. I get that. But, I mean, realistically? Yeah. And they won not before last. Over? 
Indiana. Indiana, which is not very good. But, but I'm, Philly is. Well, I mean, they're what? They're the, they're the three seed in the East. 49-26, I believe. And the Mavericks are two games under five hundred, right? Yeah, they're 14 and a half back, tied with Oklahoma City. I was just looking at the standings this morning. All three Texas teams aren't exactly elite programs right now. No. Uh, the San Antonio and Houston, I think, have about 18 wins apiece. Something mm. like that, but not very good. So, and I think the Mavericks are, what, three and seven in their last ten? Yeah. They, That's not good. Slide. They're four and seven in the last 11. They won night before last. Okay. So. They were three and seven going into that. Well, I mean, just the standings this morning showed that they were three and seven in their last ten. So I don't know. No, that's not correct. All right, they were three and seven going into that because they were. Um, the other stat had what Dirk and Kyrie had done together. They'd only won three games together since they've been together. Yeah, it says they won one in a row. Yeah. <laughs> one, one in a row, and they're three and seven in their last ten. That's that's just the standings that I'm looking. At. I don't, I don't. But it suffices to say they've got some work to do. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know. Is it doable? If they don't get in, how do you how do you view this thing? Uh, it, well, I I don't think they're going to have Kyrie back. I just I just don't think that they're going to be able to pull that trigger. Um. I don't know that Kyrie and Dirk was a failed bit. I think it was a failed bit not having enough people around Kyrie and Dirk. I mean, Dirk, excuse me. Luka. Kyrie and Luka. Um, got Dirk on my mind because he's going to the Hall of Fame. Um, but, again, if, if they were to put pieces around those two, I think it would have been a lot better. They just don't – they don't have a big man guarding the rim right now. Is the, the, the sample size, is it big enough? For to, for you to judge the the Luca Kyrie thing, I think what's I think it's enough to tell you that it it doesn't work. And even if the Mavericks could re-sign him, should they? The only way they should is if they'll commit to adding pieces around him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I look he one of the top ten players in the world. You, you can't say you shouldn't sign a guy that's one of the top ten players in the world. But you got to give them some help. Two guys on a basketball team are not going to win an NBA game. I, I get that. I'm just, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch enough of it. But it just seems to me that wherever Kyrie lands, there's always something. Yeah, but that's is that's, that just that's, coincidence? That's not the case here. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't ruffled any feathers here. No, at no, all. no. But usually he's out being very vocal about things and negative and the locker room implodes that hadn't been the case here they just hadn't had any help on the floor well saying all the right things yeah i think i think that's true and yeah there's what if he likes it in dallas he says he does but he he also said exactly what i just said too i mean look this is a team game two guys can't win in the nba by themselves he said that at the podium after the last game but what were the Mavericks doing? They were hanging around before the Mavericks went and got him. They had some defensive guys. They were they, playing some defense. So they pushed the defensive dudes down the road to go get an well, offensive piece. Yeah. Well, did, 
they didn't think that through when, when they made this decision that I, hey we're giving up you know i i thought process in cuban's mind seems to be that you know they get two offensive guys that are so good they'll just outscore everybody and i get that but it's not the all-star game you're not just going to outscore people you've got to play some defense some simulants of some defense you got to get some stops they can't get a stop wow well there you go it's it's the mavericks in philadelphia and it's coming up tonight where are they? i don't even know where they're at are they in, in they're Dallas? In philly oh they're in philly Yee. that's another there's another tough one on the road against the number three seed in the east yeah and then look there's another aspect to it as well luca just hadn't been himself he's He's been very pouty on the floor. He's been, but isn't that always the case? No, not so much. He's usually the happy-go-lucky guy that that gets out there and I mean, he's he, vocal, but he's not. Yeah. I mean, right now he's just. But he's the dude that's got like what sixteen or seventeen T's. He's vocal and he's and he's very animated. Now he's. It's just intensified. He, well, he looks depressed too. Yeah, he's just moping around, and hmm. you know they're not winning, and so well, it can't be fun if you're not winning. No. So anyway, so well, there he you go. He hasn't been himself either. All right, it's uh, seven thirteen. We're thirteen minutes after seven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and well, it is that time of the morning. We're going to get a uh, Baylor football updates. The Baylor Gridiron Report here this morning. It is now time for today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report, brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. John Morris with today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. Today, a check on the defensive line for the Bears going through spring work. Gone are guys like Apuika and Jackson Player moving on to the next level, which opens up opportunities for now leaders in the position like T.J. Franklin. Uh, I guess just maturing, maturity, just having a, a mature mindset going into the season. I mean, it used to be like kind of just fun and games, but now, you know, I'm more determined, more, I feel like I'm more on a mission. So I feel like I have to elevate everybody else to also get us all out there. Gabe Hall, also a returnee in that defensive line. It's going to take guys like me and TJ to push our other players and make guys like that because those guys were also like the young guys we have, but they grew into special players. And so I think the guys that we have right now can also become those special players. Defensive line coach Dennis Johnson knows how valuable this time in the spring is to bring on the young players at his position. So spring ball, you get to really focus on the technique. You're not really too much worried about an opponent. And so you get extra time. We have the walkthrough days in between practice days. And you really get to see those guys grow probably the fastest within like a week or so, you know, from knowing like absolutely nothing about the way that you teach it um, to seeing them grow. And so the young guys and the new guys within the position are really like thriving as it relates to starting to learn technique. Now, they're still a long ways away, you know, more plays and all the other stuff. But just the technique, like coming out of my hips, using our hands, they've made some strides. That's Dennis Johnson, defensive line coach, and that's today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. The Bears back on the field tomorrow afternoon with their first scrimmage of the spring coming up on Saturday.
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Hey, if you are first responders, teachers, or farmers, after our guys give you a price, call me and I'll give you an extra discount for being a first responder, somebody that can teach us, feed us, or protect us. So thank you for all those people. Yes, thank you. So if you have any questions and about your... dogs that sniff out drugs. Or if you have any questions about I your foundation, give us a call. 254-235-4922. But there's a dog next to me right now and he's not barking. Or Fix it, Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm has an office in Waco on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, 718, it's 18 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as we uh, roll through a uh, a Wednesday morning. It, we do have rain, so let's be careful and be especially careful in and around our school zones. Anything earth-shattering come out of the NFL meeting so far that you've seen? I know there's a lot of talk about the quarterback scenario, the situations with both Aaron Rodgers and with um, Lamar. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Ronald Blank. Uh, but nothing nothing concrete, nothing earth-shattering coming out of the NFL meeting so far that I've seen. I mean, nothing just, you know, from league-wise or anything like that. No, the Thursday night flex game. Mm. 
No big deal. No. Wearing number zero. No big deal. Everybody can can wear it except for linemen, right? That offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can be number zero. Why couldn't you be in the first place? NFL just didn't want it. <laughs> well, they didn't allow and, the, the single-digit thing until yeah. last year or the year before. Well, if you remember, too, once upon a time, I don't think it's they, – it, they used to make you wear the same socks. Every team looked exactly yeah. the same, mm-hmm. head to toe. And if they fell down, you got to find. That's right. That's exactly right. So, a lot of that stuff's kind of changed. Uh, on the college front, you just heard our, our gridiron report. We'll, we'll kind of continue along that same theme as the uh, Bears do continue to go through their spring drills in preparation for their spring game that you will hear on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, TJ Franklin did meet with the media yesterday after the uh, after the, uh, the the practice session. And one of the things he talked about was last year, what they learned last year. You know, they kind of, what they win, they lost, what, four in a row to, to end the season. And they talked a little bit about, he talked about what they, what they took out of that from last year going into this year. We're all determined, more determined now than ever because last year we were a team that had to learn from experiences rather than just being told what's going to happen, which happened the majority of the time. So I feel like now that a lot of the guys that played last year were younger, they got to feel what it felt like to not be the, that good team that we're supposed to be. So I feel like a lot of those guys understand now we all kind of have a, a greater understanding of how important it is. That's T.J. Franklin talking about last year to this year. And, you know, Ward, when things happen, you, you, you still have a relatively new head coach in, in Dave Aranda. And this is his first head coaching job. So he's he's still feeling, I guess, feeling his way through some of this stuff. And he made a change on the defensive side of the football at, at the defensive coordinator position and brought in Matt Palich, who was the new D.C. And here's what T.J. Franklin said about uh, the way Matt Palich coaches the defensive unit. The biggest thing that he's changed is the defensive mindset, the energy we bring to practice every day, the reports on energy. Because, like I said before, the the energy will, will you need the energy and the tech, technique will come along as we practice more. So I feel like the emphasis is on the energy a lot more. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, you, you coached energy, defense, DC in that room in that in that gotta have it in that defensive room. You just gotta have it. You have to play with intensity uh, and reckless abandon on defense. And you know if you're if you or led by somebody that doesn't have a little bit of that, then it may reflect in the way you play the game. And so I, I think it's important to have that. What, what, if, a, what if a guy's personality, a defensive coach's personality, just doesn't – that's just not him. Then you go get somebody that is to be part of that To be in that staff. room? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that they talked about is, is – this guy's going to bring some energy every day that they're in practice. Mm-hmm. And I think his expectation is you better as well. So we'll see. We'll see how that, how that I, I think evolves. That's good. So, and again, I want a defensive guy that plays with reckless abandon and his hair on fire. Just, just turn it loose. Mm-hmm. Just cut it loose. So we'll see how that all rolls uh, as they move into, as they move deeper into these spring practices and then move into the spring football game. Uh, uh, later in the month of April. So, you know, it, it'll, it'll be fun to watch this team evolve and, and 
and go out and play the green and gold game later in April. And again, we'll we'll have that game for you here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is uh, 723, 23 after 7. Again, you're just kind of scouring the NFL thing. Any any news that you saw coming out of there? Not really. There's not a whole lot that that really changes the game. Um, so we'll see how they all – what it finalizes in all of them when they get through with with everything. Um, and I I don't expect them to change a whole lot. You know, some years there's – four or five big rule changes that change mm-hmm. the game and change the, the approach of how you do things. And in some years, not a whole lot to it. So maybe this is going to be one of the years where there's not a whole lot. I mean, they're going to change some verbiage on the use of the helmet as far as spearing and budding. And I mean, change the verbiage. If it's still the same, it's the same. It's right. Just changing the verbiage doesn't do anything. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, 724, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, we've talked a lot about the Rangers. Uh, and look, I mean, you you know where they're headed. We all understand that. So uh, let's get ready. <laughs> I haven't said a word. Lord. <laughs> I haven't said anything. That look on your face. Uh, I, well, I just I get tickled. I mean, <laughs> right, I haven't said anything. I, I haven't I haven't proclaimed them the American League West champions. I I, I get in trouble every time I do. <laughs> Didn't say we got to shut down Bagby. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> happening. How about we talk some Astros? That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean they're okay. <laughs> you <think? laughs> yeah, they're all right. <laughs> you know, I mean, they do they have a second baseman? The one that got's kind of hurt. Kind of hurt. He's going to be out for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I am curious what the Astros organization, are they saying, and they may not say anything publicly, but I wonder what they think after Altuve breaks that. What do you do? Break a thumb? Yes. Yeah, broke his thumb. and That have surgery. Yeah, and I think they were talking about eight weeks is what they were projecting him uh, missing as he was representing, I believe, Venezuela. Uh, so... We're going to talk with uh, Eric Heisman, and uh, we'll we'll do that. He's uh, He does the Locked on Astros podcast, and uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about uh, the Astros and their opening day that's coming up, and they're opening against the White Sox. Mm-hmm. Still weird to me because I always, in my mind, have got the Astros as a National League team. I do. Sorry. They're not. I know they're not. They're in the American League West with the Rangers. But I always, They've been there a while. Tom. I know they have, but – Man, when I was a kid growing up, what were they? They were in the NL West. Mm-hmm. So I always have them as, you know, a visitor to the American League West. Sorry, you're not a kid anymore. <laughs> no, you, stop it. Uh, it is a 726. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We are brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ref, Fiat, your foot of the car business. And thanks to uh, Advanced Foundation Repair. Great folks doing a great service. And, you know, when it comes to your home's foundation, accept no substitutes. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about what they do. But here's the one thing you must remember. Fixitjimmy.com. That's fixitjimmy.com. That's where you're going to get all your info. All the stuff I talk about, at the end of the day, you can go there and get all that information and, and contact them and, and all that stuff if you feel like maybe your home needs to be inspected. And, again, here's a little hint. If that door in the hallway opens in the winter and 
you can't close it in the summer, yeah, you you may have you may have a little issue. Uh, they do concrete pillings, steel pillings, uh, soil injection, root barriers, uh, moisture barriers, water drainage. Advanced house leveling and foundation has been lifting homes for over a hundred and twenty years, and they would uh, they they would love to to help you if you got some problems. And or you know what? Maybe maybe you don't. Maybe the only way to find out is let them come out and do an inspection. And, and again, if you need more information about that. Go to fixitjimmy.com. That's fixitjimmy.com. We're talking about advanced foundation repair. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure with us at ESPN, stepping over to ESPN Radio. If you can do radio as a play-by-play, that is extremely difficult. Like, that, that, that is a <laughs> right. Because I was listening, I was, I was almost in amazement uh, of the ability to be able to describe something so perfectly. So, honestly, I kind of know you do that, too. So, if you can do that, that is a talent and a skill. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 209-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Walker Polk blasted a two-out, two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth to send Baylor to extra innings against Abilene Christian, only to lose in the 11th inning, 5-2. Baylor softball shut out UT San Antonio 8-0. They're back on the diamond again tonight against Texas State with a 6 o'clock first pitch. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader at Bosque River Ballpark starting at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The High Lassies are ranked 11th in the latest JUCO National Softball poll. Reports indicate that women's basketball assistant Candace Thomas will be recommended to replace Bill Brock as the High Lassies head coach. She's been with the school for the last nine seasons. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service. Good feet and advanced foundation repair. Ah, one more day. One more day to wait, and then we're going to have Major League Baseball back for the next six months. Tom, Ward, and Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we talk talk sports here on Game Time, your first word in sports from ESPN Central Texas. Let's welcome in from the podcast, Locked on Astros, Eric Heisman. Eric, good morning. We appreciate your time. Let's let's dive right into this. We know that you, you don't have a ton of time. Talk about the Altuve situation. Are, are the Astros saying anything publicly? Or are they saying anything privately about the World Baseball Classic with with uh, Jose getting hurt and and now being out for several weeks? I think it's part of just the whole experience. I mean, they know they take out insurance policies. They know that there's a risk to any player that participates. And Jose Altuve was one of the people that really enjoyed representing his country. And I think that he would do it again. And the Astros, um, they knew the risk. And now they're just going to have to deal without their one of their best players for two to three months. And he's probably not going to be able to swing the bat for two months, then maybe a month until he's able to get back to into the lineup for the Astros. So you're looking late June or maybe early July at the earliest for Jose Altuve to return back to the lineup. Is there a more stocked roster, though, in Major League Baseball than Houston Astros? Um, No, I think that especially – I know if you look at the Astros farm system, a lot of people say, well, it's 27th in baseball. But if you look at the talent that has come out, uh, you have Jeremy Pena last year that came out – I mean, he he didn't come out nowhere, but uh, you lost Carlos Correa. Then you have these uh, players like Corey Jolks that – a lot of people may not know about. And a lot of people are like, who's Cesar Salazar? He's a guy that's going to be a backup for the Astros. And uh, as a catcher, then you have Corey Lee, who probably should be on this roster, but they want to give him more playing time. So, yes, uh, just imagine when Michael Brantley gets healthy and Jose Altuve gets healthy, this lineup will be definitely better. And the rotation, you're able to lose somebody like Justin Verlander and you can't, you can never replace Justin Verlander because he's able to give you 200 innings and a whole bunch of strikeouts. But uh, definitely, Lance McCullough is getting hurt. That does hurt their chances a little bit. But Hunter Brown, the emergence of Hunter Brown last year, Force Whitley, we saw him pitch yesterday against the Astros and have five strikeouts against them. Uh, it was just a good, a good um, game all around. I was going to get you to talk about that. Besides the obvious with Justin Verlander, what else are they losing with Verlander headed to the Mets? 
Well, the leadership, I know everybody talks about how he was not a good playoff pitcher. and He would have a good game, bad game. But just what he did for you during the regular season, he ate up a lot of innings. He was that leader on the mound. If you had a bad game, he could come in and just shut the team down. And he gave you innings. And it's hard to find a pitcher like that these days. Romer Valdez, he's great. He had that 26-game quality streak last year. But at the same time, you can't expect that every year. But somebody like Verlander, you can consistently expect him to go deep in the games. And he's an old-school pitcher. You just don't see that type of pitcher anymore. And But at the same time, you couldn't afford to pay him the $45 million per year that you're at, he was asking for and expect to keep somebody like Kyle Tucker or um, – Romer Valdez or Christian Javier or all these people that you want to re-sign or extend down the road. Ryan Presley, the closer, how how good are they set up with him? Um, he's great. Um, he's he's just um, dominant. He can't, He was a steal in the first place. Uh, sorry, there's siren in the background, but he was a steal in the first place uh, when the Astros got him. And so he's just become even better as their closer. And now that he has the confidence, he went from that setup guy. But uh, he is, uh, like they called him during the World Baseball Classic, America's closer. He is the guy that just gets the job done for the Astros. And uh, if, let's say, there's an injury, uh, somebody else will just kind of step in and just take over because you've got Brian Abreu, you have Hector Maris, you have Rafael Montero, you have several players who can kind of take over that role. What has to go right for the Astros to repeat? I think the rotation has to absorb the loss of Verlander. You're going to have to have somebody like Hunter Brown step up. And in a way, you have to have Tom Valdez step up. He's going to have to show that last year was not a fluke. It was a situation where he was as dominant as he was. And uh, Christian Javier is going to have to take that next step. We saw that he can be a strikeout pitcher who only pitches 160 innings. He's going to have to be... Um, kind of change a little bit and become that pitcher that maybe goes deeper into the games. Instead of pitching five, six innings, maybe take the next step and pitch seven innings now. Uh, but the rotation has got to be the key because that's what the bullpen and the rotation was key for the Astros last year in timely hitting. And Alvarez, he's got to stay healthy for the rest of the year, and you got to find a way to just uh, just – Find a way to find uh, somebody to replace Altuve while he's out. Is that the only thing that can slow the Astros down, though, is injury? If they can stay away from big injuries, there's nobody that's going to stop them from repeating to the World Series, is there? Uh, Right. Um, And I think that the good thing is with Altuve's injury, it's early in the season. The Astros typically start off slow anyway and then they heat up later in the season. So I think if the timing of Altuve's injury is good, and you have Michael Brantley coming on late too. He may not come back to late April. So the Astros could get some late additions, so to speak. Um, so I think that the offense could get a boost. But, yes, I think injuries and the fact that the Astros did not address the a deaf option this off season because they didn't really have a GM. They were, they kind of went in with just Jim Crane as the acting GM and the three horse uh, assistant GM team. And they just didn't really go out there and just say, okay, well, let's go and get a veteran starter. Let's go ahead and get 
another uh, veteran quality piece for the infield and so or maybe outfielder so uh, the Astros are where they are right now but they can always address any weakness they have at their trade deadline how good is Dusty Baker for this team I think he brings this team together he's the glue and I know a lot of people thought well he's just here uh, to get the Astros through the whole scandal and um, because he's been through a scandal before with Barry Bonds but I think what he's become is he's become just the leader that this team needed. And so I now that he's got that World Series title and he's probably that's going to help him get into Cooperstown, he really wants that second one. And so I think that this team really responds to him and they do whatever they, whatever he wants. Does he make some weird decisions sometimes? Sure. But for the most part, you can't argue with his success with the Houston Astros. Does the clubhouse run through Alex Bregman? Um, I I don't know if, if it's Alex Bregman. I know in the past it's probably been Carlos Correa. Um, I would say that he's one of the leaders. I think Yuli Gurriel was a big team leader, and that, that's why I'm surprised the Astros did not offer him a contract. Uh, if you would say, I would say Bregman or Altuve, but Altuve is kind of like that Bagwell quiet leader type. So um, I would say Bregman is probably – the leader as well, just because he's a little bit more vocal and he's been one of the guys that's been here the longest since Altuve's out. He's one of the remaining players from the 2017 team. So who's actually active, I guess. Hey, Eric, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the podcast locked on Astros. Well, we are the only daily Astros podcast out there. We go typically after every Astros game and throughout the off season, throughout the, postseason and we just um, have a great time doing it we have players on from time to time and uh, Brett and I just do uh, have fun doing it and uh, just join us on Locked on Astros we're on YouTube and we're on Apple Odyssey Spotify wherever you listen to your podcast check out the Locked on Astros podcast Eric thanks man we appreciate it and uh, enjoy opening day okay thank you there you go that's Eric Heisman from the uh, podcast Locked on Astros got news for him second place buddy Oh, wow. <laughs> You're just not a believer. No, I'm a realist. <laughs> Boy, they are loaded, aren't they? They Man, are loaded I mean, they, big time. He, he says, you know, we're going to miss Verlander, but, I mean, who <laughs> says that <laughs> besides the Astros? Uh, you know. They are stocked. They are. They're they, deep. They have the best pitching staff, arguably, in baseball, top to bottom. So, Get ready. Should be a lot Without of fun. Verlander. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was like, oh, you know, we're going to miss him, but, you know, here's there's this guy. Oh, this guy's hurt. Okay, we got a guy at AAA Brown going to come in and be part of the rotation. And, you know, he'd be a part of anybody else's rotation, except for he's in the Astros organization, so he's in AAA. I mean, that's, that's kind of what they've got. That's kind of what they've built and assembled. So, yeah, it's a good club, good organization. This will be – look, they've been to, what, three World Series in the last seven years? Stop it. And if they repeat, which, man, I, why wouldn't they repeat? I mean, and I know it's difficult. Come they're on. loaded. Yeah. They're loaded. They're set to repeat again if they can avoid the big injuries. And do you know how hard that is? Yeah. It hasn't been done since, what, uh, the Yankees in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, I think? I guess. I don't remember. Yeah. I think you have to go back to the Yankees. Uh, in the late 90s, like 98, 99, somewhere in that neighborhood. 
I think. I, I'm almost sure of that. Uh, it's just hard. I mean, it's just, you know, because, look, you, you lose guys to free agency. You lose guys to retirement. Your your, your clubhouse is different. You're, and you know this, Ward. After you win, you get fat and lazy. You, you know, your work ethic's a little different. And it's just hard to – plus, you got the target on your back every time you go out there. You don't think people want to beat the Astros? Oh, yeah, they do. I mean, absolutely they do. Uh, but, you know, with that said, we'll, we'll see how it, uh, how it goes. But they are, they are loaded. There's no doubt. The, the last team to win back-to-back World Series was like 98 to 2000, the Yankees. Okay. And they did win it three years in a row. Yeah. So there you go. And that's crazy too, isn't it? And two of those were sweeps. But I don't think you'll ever see that again. No. Three in a row? Are you, are you kidding me? No way. All right, uh, 744. Are you going to say that at the Astros win back-to-back? You darn right I'm going to say. Okay. First of all, that that championship runs right down I-45 to no, no Arlington. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, the, the AL West is going to be the I-45 series. You know, just they're going to be playing for the cowboy hat and the boot and the silver spurs. They play and, for the silver boot. Or the buckle or the which the rangers have not even grasped in a while they don't want that boot they want to they want the world series ring well they got to win the boot first well that's a given this year huh. with that with that pitching staff who do they got that that the ranger they, everybody nobody on that astros rotation that the rangers would take are you <laughs> what is in your coffee cup <laughs> 745. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we've got more coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back on the road in Big 12 play this weekend headed to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the Jayhawks. Games Friday at 6, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor, Kansas Big 12 baseball this weekend. This is the home for Baylor Bear baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili can queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Walker Polk blasted a two-out, two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth to send Baylor to extra innings against Abilene Christian, only to lose in the 11th inning, 5-2. Baylor softball shut out UT San Antonio 8-0. They're back on the diamond again tonight against Texas State with a 6 o'clock first pitch. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader at Bosque River Ballpark starting at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The High Lassies are ranked 11th in the latest JUCO National Softball Poll. Reports indicate that women's basketball assistant Candace Thomas will be recommended to replace Bill Brock as the High Lassies head coach. She's been with the school for the last nine seasons. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that today is the Tyler Rose's birthday? Earl Campbell turns 68 today. Stop it. That's impossible. Or on this day in 1955 in Tyler, Texas, running back, 1977 Heisman Trophy winner, 1978 number one overall NFL draft pick. Five-time Pro Bowler for the Houston Oilers 
and he's a member of both the College Football Hall of Fame and the NFL Hall of Fame. He's uh, anything he wants to be. He's, I mean, some of those and highlight the stadium runs. And Tyler is named after him. Is it really? Yeah, Tyler Rose Stadium. Yep. It's uh, has a big plaque on the front of it. I've done a couple of playoff games there. Oh, I. Waco High used to play there every year. They'd either play Tyler, John Tyler, or they'd play Tyler Lee, which I don't think those Neither two. Neither one of them are. Not, not, the, not by no those names anyway. Those yeah. names. Yeah. What's it? Tyler High and Tyler Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, Legacy. But yes, 68th birthday for Earl Campbell. So happy birthday to him. And also on this day in 1867, Cy Young was born in Gilmore, Ohio, Hall of Fame pitcher. Career 2.86 ERA, over 2,800 strikeouts, and he's the all-time leader in Major League Baseball wins with 511. He's the only pitcher in history with 500-plus wins. He's all right. (laughs) And he's also, of course, he's the namesake for the award given to the top pitcher in Major League Baseball, the Cy Young Award. And did you know that there's only 11 players in Major League Baseball history to have won three or more Cy Young Awards. Y'all want to guess any of the 11? Uh, let's see. Nolan Ryan. I, I, I'm i glad I noted that. Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young Award. Are you kidding me? The closest. Yeah. Well, then he, that, that award stinks. The closest. He he was second in American League voting in 1973, but he never won. When he was with the Angels. Yes. The California Angels, I might add. They've been everything. Yeah. Huh. Who are they then? So... The players that have won three Cy Young Awards, Sandy Koufax. He's all right. Tom Seaver. Yeah, he's okay. Jim Palmer. Yeah. Pedro Martinez, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, and then Justin Verlander this past season became the 11th player to win it for a third time. How about that? And two players have won it four times. Steve Carlton and Greg Maddox. Lefty. Maddox. And then only one person has won it five times. You want to take a guess? Uh... No idea. No idea. Randy Johnson. Really? And then one man stands alone at the top with seven Cy Young Awards, Roger Clemens. Rocket Roger. Yet he's not in the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. No, he's not. But yeah, I was surprised when I when I was doing my research. Nolan Ryan never won a single Cy Young Award. You mean his plaque's not right beside Pete Rose's plaque? (laughs) It is. It is. Outside, waiting to get in, knocking on the door? Ridiculous. Stupid. Never mind. All right, good job. Seven fi- See you. Fine, boycott that place. We're a we're a, we're a day away from baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm jazzed up, and then you have to bring up the Hall of Fame. And now, a travesty. Mad. Well, it is. It's ridiculous that Pete Rose is not in the. It, it never, it's ridiculous that Roger Clemens no, is I not agree. in. I agree. I mean, I agree. <laughs> Seven Cy Youngs, man. Bond should be in. 754. <laughs> this is game time. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> it was part of the game and it saved baseball. Well, it did. There's no question. Baseball was in the dumpster before that era came across. Well, you know, the uh, <laughs> we could spend all day talking about that, but the the home run chase with McGuire and uh that that's the one that really saved baseball. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And that it was on life support when that Season came up. Sosa and McGuire in in that deal, and they played against each other. You know, that was cool. One was a Cub, one was a Cardinal. Mm-hmm. But that was that whole era. It yeah. wasn't just. No, 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 I get it. Yeah. That race, yeah, that's that's what. 
Well, some would argue that Paul Merrill wouldn't have half as many home runs. I, I, you know, you can get in all that mess if you want to. Whatever. But everybody did it. I'm not buying into that. Still, somebody has to take a round stick and hit a round ball Mm -hmm. and hit it a long way. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. All right, 755. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's the uh, voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a run rule win for Glenn Moore and Baylor softball while baseball falls in extra innings. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Live fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Join us this Thursday for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us this Thursday beginning at 6 live from Rudy's and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. That's this Thursday from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's in Waco and here on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball dropped a 5-2 decision in 11 innings last night to Abilene Christian. The Bears dropped a 9-16 on the season. Now headed back on the road in Big 12 play this weekend. They'll play the Kansas Jayhawks, a three-game series in Lawrence beginning on Friday. Meanwhile, Baylor baseball back home after their conference series in Stillwater over the weekend. Baylor got an 8-0 run rule victory over UT San Antonio last night. Riley Crandall and Casey West combining on the one-hit shutout for the Baylor win. Win number 1,001 in the coaching career of head coach Glenn Moore. The victory pushes Baylor's record to 24-8 and this season, beginning a busy week, says assistant coach Hoot Jonigan. No, it is. Yeah, UTSA comes in here tonight. It's always good to get back out there. It's the thing I like about softball. You don't have to wait a week like you do in football and, and, and have that sour taste in your mouth. So we get a chance to get back out there and get things going in the right direction. Then we go down tomorrow and play a tough Texas State team who's beat some top 10 teams this year already. Uh, so they'll have our attention for sure. And then Kansas comes in here for a second weekend of conference, and they're all, they're always tough, and we'll have our hands full with them as well. So uh, we're trying to concentrate on us, get ourselves healthy, get ourselves well, and go out and put the best product on the field, and then you know what? Take our chances. 
Ujonigan and Baylor softball now taking on Texas State today in San Marcos, then home for a three-game series against the Kansas Jayhawks at Getterman Stadium this weekend. That includes a go-gold game on Friday night in the Big 12 Conference home opener for Baylor softball. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, straight up and down, 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. Hour two of the program, and we are in the Allen Samuels studio, and we're presented by Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we welcome into the program Jeff Howe from Horns 247 Sports and 104.9 The Horn FM in Austin, Texas. Jeff, good morning. We appreciate your time. Uh, obviously, Rodney Terry was the right guy. I mean, there was, was there any other discussion about the, that coaching position after what he was able to do through the course of this basketball season? I think there were points, Tom, where Texas did their due diligence. And I think if you're Chris Del Conte and the people making that decision, uh, I think you've got to make sure you leave no stone unturned. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, as he and Jay Hartzell, the president, talked about yesterday at the press conference, uh, it ended up being a really long job interview. And I think I think this is a situation, Tom, where I think everybody feels good about the hire. It's you know, when you're talking about coaching hire at Texas, it's never a unanimous decision. Uh, but I think for the fan base and, and everybody that follows the program, it's definitely a majority decision. I think everybody feels like Rodney Terry earned this job. I think the way you see the players react to him. You know, all the players were there at his uh, – the current players were there at his press conference yesterday. Uh, you know, former players that were there when he was an assistant uh, under Rick Barnes. Uh, T.J. Ford was there yesterday. LaMarcus Aldridge showed up yesterday, drove down from Dallas. So, I think you just see the the player support that RT had, and then the success. You know, I, in December, when, you know, when Chris Beard was suspended and then ultimately fired. But you go back to just the suspension. You know, when it, when it, when the news broke that morning, they had a game to play against Rice that night, and they ended up beating Rice. And you know, this thing really had a chance to to come off the rails in December, and it never did. I mean, this team, even the games they lost, they were in every game they played. Uh, and you know, you go back to Sunday, they were. You know, about ten minutes away from from going to the Final Four, so I think if you'd ask a Texas fan in December when all this stuff started and this transition happened, hey, you know, you're going to be in the Big Twelve title race until the last week of the season. You're going to win the conference tournament. 
You're going to go into, into the NCAA tournament as a two seed, and then you're going to be right there in the mix in the second half for try, to you know ahead in an Elite Eight game with a chance to get to the Final Four. I think a lot of Texas fans would have taken that. So I think to to get the most out of this team uh, and to get them where they did, yeah, I think at the end of the day, Rodney Terry earned this job. What Was it the trip to the Elite Eight that finalized that deal for him, or do you think going into the NCAA tournament as a two seed probably was enough to get him the job? I think Ward, it was probably, you know, I think he had a good chance to get the job once they won the Big 12 tournament. I think what sealed it was actually getting to the second weekend. I mean, I think Texas hadn't been to the second weekend of the tournament since 2008. So it had been 15 years since they had gotten past that second round. So I think once they beat Penn State and got to the Sweet 16, I think at that point, Rodney Terry had the job. You've covered this program for a long time. You've covered this coaches, this coaching staff for a long time. How difficult was it for Rodney Terry and the rest of that staff to keep the thing from going in the ditch? You, as you mentioned, I mean, this thing could have went sideways real fast, but it didn't. How surprised are you that it that it didn't derail? Uh, you know, I, I'd be lying, Tom, if I told you I wasn't pretty surprised. Uh, but I think there were there were two things that I, I underestimated with this team. One was just how they gravitated toward RT, really took hold of his message. Uh, and, and I think Rodney was really forthright yesterday. You know, I, he was a head coach for 10 years. You know, he was an assistant under Rick Barnes. That was you know, the last time he was at Texas. And he gets the Fresno State job, and, and then he takes the UTEP job. And you know, I think one thing that he said he learned was, you know, when he was at both of those jobs, he never really took the time to enjoy it. Um, you know, maybe he was a little too hard on his players uh, just because of the rebuild that he had to, to, to undergo at both of those places. And he told himself, you know, if he ever got a chance to do it again to lead his program, uh, he was just going to be authentic, just be himself and, and really enjoy it. And I think that that positive mindset, that infectious attitude, and what it did for the players is it gave them confidence that they really needed at that time. And the other thing I underestimated was if, if Texas didn't have a veteran team, you probably would have had a successful year. Um, I don't know that you would have had the results that you ended up getting. You know, you, you've got guys. It, it would be a lot different if there was a group of you know, 18, 19 year olds going through that as opposed to a group of 22, 23 year olds going through that i mean you've got guys you know whether it's jabari rice or timmy allen just go down the list i mean you've got some guys marcus carr you got guys that have been through some real life experiences at this point in their lives so i, I think the fact that you had a, a coach that could properly relate to a team that was mature enough to handle something like this uh it really was the perfect storm but it doesn't happen without, you know, without Rodney Terry, just that positive attitude that he brought to work every day. And, and honestly, Tom, I've covered a lot of Texas teams across a, a lot of different sports. I've never been around a team that was as much of a joy to be around as this basketball team. Just I'm talking about the kind of guys that you would want in your community, the kind of people you would want you know, to go to work with every day in an office, the kind of people that you would want in your church. I mean, just a really good group of guys. And and I, and I think if, you, if you're a Texas fan, uh, you should take as much pride in that as you do the fact that this team got to the Elite Eight. What does the offseason look like for this team now? Is it a big transfer portal again this year? Yeah, or, you know, roster building in college basketball is a, is a year-to-year proposition. I, I think the first 
piece of business is, you know, the guys that do have eligibility sitting down with those guys. And, and RT said yesterday he's going to start getting in the process of doing that and, and figure out which guys are coming back. And, I mean, as far as I know, the only guy that's really on the fence is Dylan DeSue. I mean, does he go pursue a professional career with the, with the running out in the NCAA tournament? Does he decide to come back? for another year because he does have that COVID year of eligibility. Uh, they know who they're losing for sure. I mean, Christian Bishop, Timmy Allen, Marcus Carr, Jabari Rice, those guys are out of eligibility. Uh, Brock Cunningham has already said he's coming back and using his additional year of eligibility. I think more likely than not, Tyrese Hunter will be back. It sounds like Arturio Morris and Dylan Mitchell will be back. So I think just securing what you got from the current roster uh, first and foremost is important. You know, their two signees are going to end up making it to campus, A.J. Johnson and Ron Holland. And then after that, yeah, then it comes down to filling your needs in the portal. And, and that's an area the staff can go attack now that, that now that you know the decision's been made. And, uh, you know, they, they've had a general idea of what they need out of the portal, but now they can really go attack it. And then that's the other piece of business, Ward. I mean, the, these assistant coaches and the support staff, uh, you know, are, I know RT would love to keep as, as many people that were with him this season as possible, but uh, you know, some people might want to go pursue other jobs. I think you're going to see, there's a chance that you'll see maybe a couple of these folks go to go to Ole Miss with Chris Beard. So uh, that piece of it too, the staff piece and the support staff piece, I, that's as, as, as critical as anything, because it really was a, uh, it, it took a village. And then, you know, especially the guys on the bench, whether you're talking about Chris Ogden, uh, Bob Dottawalt Jr., Steve McClain, uh, Chapel, all those guys did uh, did a fantastic job of helping keep this thing together. So I, I think that staff piece is just as important as, as what you can go get out of the portal. You, you, everybody's had a couple of days since the since the Miami game. What was the takeaway of the Miami game? It was they, look, Jeff, at the end of the day, and I know that this was a great run, but at the end of the day, they had a, what a seventeen or eighteen point lead. Yeah, Tom, it was, it was 13 with uh, with about 12 minutes left. And, you know, my, my wrote, you know, kind of my post-mortem column on Monday. And really, you know, it really boiled down to, to an eight-minute stretch in the second half. There was an eight-minute stretch where they went from being up 13 to being down one. And it really boiled down to that was just that one eight-minute stretch where they just didn't make shots and didn't get enough stops. And you hate to really boil down, hey, that eight-minute stretch is what cost you. But, I mean, it really did. You know, you, you, you look at what happened in that run. Uh, you know, Isaiah Wong from Miami, you know, the ACC player of the year, didn't have a great game, but he was really good in that eight minutes. Uh, you know, Miami got to the foul line. I think 13 of their points in that stretch were scored at the foul line. Uh, you know, Jordan Miller was perfect, seven for seven from the field, 13 for 13 from the foul line. Uh, he got going in that eight minutes. And then, and then Texas – uh, you know, I think credit Miami with some of the defensive adjustments they made, but uh, you know, you had that that play where Marcus Carr gets dead leg going for a loose ball, and then he clearly was not the same after that. You had Christian Bishop in foul trouble. You didn't have Dylan DeSue. So, pretty much, if you're Texas, everything that kind of could have gone wrong went wrong in that eight minutes. And, and like I said, you, you hate to as good as the year was, you hate to say that eight minutes decided it, but. You know, Tom, the more I look at it, it really was that eight-minute stretch in the second half that, that really took them from, from being on the cusp of the Final Four to a team that, that just kind of ran out of gas at the end. How good is this UT baseball team right now? That's an interesting question, Ward, because I, I still don't know. I, I still don't know what the ceiling for this team is, but, hey, you got the longest winning streak in the country after going to College Station and winning last night, so 
uh, all is good right now. I, I do think that uh, they've been able to figure some things out. And David Pierce said going into the year, you know, that the, the non-conference portion of the schedule was really going to be about really figuring out what you've got, fine-tuning some things, maybe changing some roles. Uh, you know, Zane Morehouse, I think, made some really big strides last night pitching in that environment, getting you know, being in there for the last two innings and getting the save. Uh, you know, LeBaron Johnson giving you three innings. You knew that was probably all he was going to give you, and, and it was really good for those three innings. So they've gotten some things worked out from a pitching standpoint. And then at the plate, uh, you know, Eric Kennedy is is playing like you would expect, a, you know, a ninth-year senior or <laughs> whatever Eric is at this point uh, with his <laughs> tools to play. Uh, you know, Peyton Powell out of Robinson. I mean, Peyton Powell's deal is he's, he's finally healthy, and he's in the lineup every day, and he's hitting over 400 right now. Garrett Gilmet, you know, I think we all knew he was going to be a, a pretty good backstop. Uh, but, you know, he's your cleanup hitter right now and, and came through last night with a, with a couple of base hits. Uh, you know, Dylan Campbell came through last night. Porter Brown, uh, you know, the, the reigning Big 12 player of the week, the TCU transfer, he's he started to figure some things out during this winning streak. So I still don't know where the ceiling is. Uh, you know, you've got a, another really big test coming up this weekend, going to Oklahoma State. But, you know, again, when, when you can you go on the road and, and you've got the longest winning streak in the country in tow, uh, you're doing something right, but I, I think Dave, I think David would be the first to tell you, as good as it is to win right now, this team in a lot of respects is still a work in progress, and, and whatever the ceiling is, uh, I, I don't think they're anywhere close to reaching it. All right, Jeff, we can't let you get out of here without uh, asking you, Jeff, who's going to be the starting quarterback next fall on September the second? It's going to be Quinn Ewers, but you know. Uh, <laughs> The, anytime you you know, anytime you got a guy like Arch Manning, everybody wants to make whatever you know prognostications and talking points they want. But I, I'll say this, uh, you know, the fact that they got Malik Murphy back healthy after spring break, the, all three of those guys need to develop because your your quarterback room it always has to constantly be improving. Uh, and at the end of the day. Uh, you know, if, if Arch and or Malik Murphy pushes Quinn Ewers, then what you're going to have, you're going to have a, core, a starting quarterback in Quinn Ewers who is improved from where he was last year, and, and you're going to have a backup quarterback that you feel really good about going into a game with. And, you know, that's something they had last year with, with Quinn and Hudson Card. Uh, and in, in the transfer portal era, the, the uh, you know, the, the instant eligibility era, the one-time transfer rule era, that's really – that's much harder to find than you would think it is. So I think at the very least you're looking at Texas. I think for Steve Sarkeesian, that upside is you get, you got at least two quarterbacks, maybe even three that you'd feel really good about going into the year. But yeah, it's unless just something completely unforeseen happens, it'll, it'll be Quinn Ewers taking that first snap against Rice. All right, Jeff, what are you, uh, what are you guys working on for two, four, seven sports? Yeah. I've uh, got some Follow up from the Rodney Terry press conference yesterday. A couple of columns up on the site uh, talking talking about Longhorn baseball, and then, uh, gosh, I've been so basketball driven the last two weeks. Uh, you know, got to get back to talking some spring football. So, so we'll do that today on the site as well. Jeff, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Have a great day. We appreciate your time as always. Yep, anytime, Tom. We'll talk to you soon. That is uh, Jeff Howe from Horns Two Four Seven Sports and One Hundred Four Point Nine The Horn FM. Down in Austin. All right, 814. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about blue chews. You know, some guys take performance enhancers for the gym, uh, others for energy, and others to, to grow their hair. So so why not take blue chews 
to uh, enhance your performance in that bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew.com is an online service, and it's simple. No awkward conversations, no doctor's appointments. Licensed medical providers will be there to work with you and to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription, all done online. Now, you can go to BlueChew.com and sign up, and you can try for free. All you got to do is pay for the, uh, the, uh, the shipping. I think it's 5 bucks for the shipping. The promo code is 1660. 1660 is the promo code. BlueChew.com. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in from Westwood One Radio, Ted Emmerich. Ted, good morning. That's where the tournament has gone. Yeah, 15 seed can not just make it to the second weekend, but even go all the way to the Elite Eight. And again, it's a 15 next to the name. Who cares? Even a 16. Now that we've seen it twice, beating a one. It's not like there is full-fledged parity, but it's certainly a lot more wide open than it used to be. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Get your wings now at Fazoli's. Visit Fazoli's today for irresistible, crispy, craveable wings. Start with traditional or boneless wings tossed in your choice of signature sauces. Savory, sweet, or spicy. Served with your choice of creamy blue cheese or ranch for dipping. Indulge in an order of crispy, saucy wings or add them to your favorite Fazoli's dish today. Dine in, drive through, or delivery only at Fazoli's where everything's better with wings. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary by location. Fazoli's and logo are federally registered trademarks of Fazoli System Management. LLC. Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 819, this is game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we have, boy, we've, we've covered the gamut today. Again, <laughs> do we have to be Steve Boys? That darn song. It's my favorite. It's a great song. That this funky is my monkey. It, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing Don't I've ever talk heard. Bad about the Beastie Boys. Well, that's a dumb name too. Beastie no. Boys. Oh, 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 Sorry, we're not playing banjos and tin cans. <laughs> hey, you're a country, old country disc jockey, so quit making fun of country music. We, I don't think he's making down the hall. They play both kinds, country and western. That's not both kinds. <laughs> oh my gosh! Good morning. How are you, Steph? Good. That's great. What do you got? <laughs> hey, off the Beastie Boys. Wow. What is a Beastie Boy? It's a great band. No, great band. what is a Beastie Boy? It is a great band. Do you know what what, what the significance of the name is? Not really. No, I haven't called them and asked them. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where the name well, came from. Well, you know, you know, you know where the Eagles' name came from. Well, that great band. I don't. A bird? No, I'm not telling you. He doesn't know. <laughs> Top <laughs> secret. Yeah. Okay. They were staying in a hotel out in California. Hotel oh, California. Yeah, Come on. Whatever. Look at him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what you got over there, Ryan? Ryan, I can see Ryan on his computer over there. It says that Beastie is an acronym. For boys entering anarchistic states towards inner excellence. That's oh, beastie. they're trying to be excellent. There you go. See, that's positive. It's an acronym. Positive. Every rock band ought to be an acronym, right? <laughs> although, although they subsequently admitted that the acronym was invented after coming up with the name. Oh. oh. Better than mean? the theme song to Lonesome Dove, according to our CNC. <laughs> no, it's not. That yes, is a great is. theme song. No, it, you don't, I don't even, even know, know what the theme, theme song, song is. is. Listen to it, it because they play it coming back after every s- segment. And right, I, Ward, I bet it's great. Ward, we're going to have to look, look it up. It up. No, oh, we are. We're going to do let's it. Let's listen to it by all means. No, we're going to. <laughs> But that gets uh-huh. you running. Let's put our listeners to sleep while it, we listen it, it's to it. It's an instrumental. It's an instrumental. It's a yeah. very nice. I bet that really here gets we go. you going. Well, here we here go. Here we go, everybody. Be ready to go to sleep. Sorry, an advertisement's playing. Oh, okay. oh of course. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> 
Well, that could be a sign, Ryan. Oh yeah, that. That's, oh yeah, that's uplifting. It's a beautiful song. I told you it's an I, instrumental. No, I felt like I'm going to a funeral. <laughs> wow. Like when they cross the river, like they're we're playing in this. Civil War and we're bringing our flag across the line. Well, it we was. Won. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Listen. Oh, okay. Is that's this terrible? Like, no, this is beautiful. Although I hear this and I think of The Patriot. Have you seen that movie? Yes. No, that's a great movie. I love that movie. But still, this is like, now I want to go cry me a river. Now he's taking all the cows up to... (laughs) They are. They're driving cattle. Seriously, this is not like, hey, happy Wednesday. Welcome, Steph. The movie's about driving cattle from Texas up to Montana and creating a ranch up there. Uh, We have Yellowstone. They play better music than this. Mm Mm-hmm. They play Texas Country. (laughs) Yellowstone's a bad show. No, it is not. The prequels. The prequels to it. I love the prequels. 1883 and 19 or 1892. Or 1923. 1923, rather. Yeah. Right now they're in a kind of a pause of 1923. Yeah, I think they're filming. I don't know. There's like they released like the first four or five. I love 1920, and I loved eight. I loved 1893 is great too. Good stuff. That song right there there makes me want to cry. I need to go to my therapist now. Beastie Boy is much better. <laughs> yes. Beastie Boy. It's Beastie like Boy. Exactly. It's like a little bug that crawls around on the <laughs> ground. No, that's a, <laughs> uh, he's what? so he's he's out there. What do you mm-hmm. got for us this morning? Oh my goodness. We I don't even know where this conversation was going. But since we are in March Madness, we're at the final four. Started looking in the Googles. And over in Thailand, they have elephant basketball. What? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, they teach these elephants how to play basketball and the very basics of the game, okay? So, I'm going and going through the Googles and looking at some videos. So, this one elephant who's really famous called... Kareem Abdul Elephant? Talk-tack. His name's Talk-tack. I think that's... Talk-tack. I don't know. That might be like... Thailand, Asia, name for, I don't know, Tok Tak. But he takes his big nose thing, his, what do you call those? What? That would be wait a, a wait a minute. <laughs> his big nose thing. Can you imagine if you were an elephant, how uncomfortable that would be? Nothing. It's not uncomfortable <laughs> at all for an elephant. Snorkel. I mean, you know, the, doesn't water come out of their spout or whatever it if is? They, if they spout? drink it. What is it called? Well, it has like two holes at the end of its. That would be its nostrils. Oh, wow. He switched it. He did. So they teach teach these elephants to pick the ball up with the end of their nostrils, I guess. No, they're curling their nostrils around it. Well, you still got to pick it up. Well, yeah. They use that for They slam dunk it and they they keep score. Okay, so how much does an elephant weigh? Like 200 pounds? Wait, what? (laughs) Like a a lot? I know it weighs a lot. How much does it weigh? 200 okay, pounds. Okay, like 500 pounds. 500 pounds? <laughs> How much does an elephant weigh? Help me out here. Like a ton. Yeah. How much is a ton? 2,000. About 201. <laughs> 201 pounds? Oh. I'm so, I'm, okay, I have got to go back to school. But anyways, <laughs> these, <laughs> these elephants. Did you say back? <laughs> maybe. No, I'm too old for that. But it's cool, though, right? So you've been to the circus, and you can see these elephants, you know. Not anymore. Oh, they stopped doing it? Okay, yeah. well, when I was a little girl, you know, they could sit. You could 
ride on. They you know pick you up with your their long nose trunk thing. Now these elephants over in Thailand know how to play basketball. I think it's pretty cool. Now I don't know if they've got like a forward and a guard and all that. I, I would assume not. <laughs> they got these elephants playing soccer now too. Oh, see, an elephant weighs between four thousand five hundred and eleven thousand pounds. So at the very least, a little two bit tons. more than two hundred. That's a lot of weight. That really? would that would crush you. <laughs> Robert says what? <laughs> that would crush you if they you think? Set on you. <laughs> Robert says on the CNC Collection Center text line, Steph. In America, we've got donkey basketball. Have you ever seen that? By I've the way, played donkey basketball. I, I have too. What is donkey basketball like? You get on the donkey. Yes, and play? you do. Yes. Okay, that would be fun. It and it is fun. It is. You've done it. Yes. And mm. you've done it. Uh-huh, I've done it. We've done it. We did it at Westfest one year. Do. Do they still have it? I've there? done it. Sev- I don't know. Several times. I'd heard of it, but I've it's never a great fundraiser. It. Yeah. yeah. Our neighbors have some donkeys. Maybe we could try that. They have to be, be trained a little bit. Oh, they. You do. play actually in a gymnasium on a on basketball a donkey? court. Yes. We played on an outdoor court, but we you played could, whatever. We played it. Don't the Every don- time I played, it's been in a gym. Don't the donkeys go to the bathroom on the basketball floor? Sometimes. Yeah. It happens. Ew. Ugh. It happens. Oh. I don't know. I think that would be kind of fun. To do that. It's a blast. But I never even heard of that. I don't know where I've been, but. You've never heard of donkey basketball? I've never heard Y'all of donkey basketball. I'm going to have to research this. Did you your high this. school and play? No, they didn't come into my high school and play donkey basketball. How would you know? You went in the front door and out the back. No, we didn't. I was actually a good student. I think. Yeah, I was a good student. I had a- yeah, uh, the elephant weighs 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was She very studied good. her gazentis. Two goes into four, two times. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I just lost some brain cells since then. I don't know. But <laughs> elephant basketball. Now I can go research donkey basketball. That could be fun. We could get a team together. I bet we could I'm, do camel basketball. I'm sure there's a high school around here somewhere that's going to use it for a fundraiser. I guarantee you. We, I well, guarantee you. Call around. Call around, Tom. You, you've got connections. Or Yeah. When yeah. if Temple does it? I don't know. You should ask Coach. You ask Coach out there if they do that. I will. But He's, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Fun to play. Huh. That's kind of cool that those donkeys know how to do it. It's kind of cool that these elephants know how to pick up a ball and slam They don't it. know how to play zone. They're pretty good at man-to-man, but they just don't play zone very well. I don't think you can get that many elephants on a court, honestly. I don't think it'd be a good idea to put an elephant on a basketball court. No. He would crush it. There you go. Well, yeah, if you weigh 200 pounds, you're certainly going to crush it. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, that's your basketball sports for the day. <laughs> Anything exciting going on in your world? I mean. No, absolutely not. <laughs> wow. That was quick. No, you know, I I'm going to were... make my day exciting. I'm going to walk Easy. out of here with a smile on my face. And even though the sun is trying to come out, I'm going to pretend it's out. And I'm just going to go, you know. I think if you'll go and, and spend 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes listening to the Lonesome Dove theme. Oh, yeah. You'll be ready to go. That will so what help me. Stick your head somewhere. You I, need to watch the movie. It is a tremendous piece of work. Nope. I, I just can't. I just can't. But when y'all get off air, we'll meet in your office, Tom. And Ryan, you can pull up the Beastie Boys and we can jam for like 10 minutes. <laughs> What's your favorite Beastie Boys song? We play it every morning. Brass oh. Monkey. Brass Monkey. My Sabotage for me. Sabotage. Oh, that's, yeah, it may Love. be one of mine too. You don't even know what <laughs> that is. Sabotage. You don't even know Love what that sab- is. You know. <laughs>
Anyways, well, I hope everyone out there has a great day. Hopefully the sun will come out. If not, just pretend it's out. All okay, right. Annie. I'll be your sunshine. The sunshine will come out tomorrow. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? The sun will That's, come up tomorrow. Yeah, Annie. Okay, I'll so be Annie. something, Steph. <laughs> Bye. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They've submitted a fully financed bid for the Washington Commanders that meets Dan Snyder's $6 billion asking price. It's like, Dan, thanks for being a despicable owner. Thanks for being, you know, just a complete slime ball. Oh, here's $6 billion to go away. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. This is ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Walker Polk blasted a two-out, two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth to send Baylor to extra innings against Abilene Christian, only to lose in the 11th inning, 5-2. Baylor softball shut out UT San Antonio 8-0. They're back on the diamond again tonight against Texas State with a 6 o'clock first pitch. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader at Bosque River Ballpark starting at 1 o'clock this afternoon. A highlight 
Tallahassee's are ranked 11th in the latest JUCO National Softball Poll. MCC Baseball, meanwhile, is on the road at North Central Texas for a noon doubleheader. The Highlanders are ranked 6th in the nation in this week's baseball poll. Reports indicate that women's basketball assistant Candace Thomas will be recommended to replace Bill Brock as the Highlanders' head coach. She's been with the school for the last nine seasons. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-five. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics, your home for Baylor baseball, and we welcome in head coach Mitch Thompson. Toppy, good morning. Appreciate your time this morning, Mitch. What do you take out of last night's extra inning ball game? Oh man. Um, you know, we obviously pitched well enough to win. We just didn't get enough hits, didn't get get enough timely hits uh, to to get the to get the win. Um, you know, I, I mean, we pitched uh, our entire bullpen basically, just you know, very short stints so that we could all be available for Friday. Um, but we just didn't get enough hits, you know, uh, to, to end up winning. And and we're you know, Abilene Christian's a good club this year. They got a nice team. They they compete really hard and. Um, couldn't quite pull it off. What, what about the fight in your club, though? Uh, you know, look, you're in the bottom of the ninth and you're trailing two to nothing. You could have just sacked up the bats and went home, but you, your club fought and, and got you back in the baseball game. No, we're fighting. There's no question. The guys are fighting. The guys are competing. The guys want to win. Um, and uh, you know, we're, we're 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 taking steps. I know it doesn't necessarily look like it every day in the wins and loss record. Uh, but we're taking steps. There's uh, there's improvement being made, um, and and our club is, you know, believe it or not, I think we are getting better. It's just we we've got to we've got to we've got to keep getting better, and there's there's much more room to go. Coach, how important is it inside that clubhouse, no matter what you hear outside, that you still stay within yourself and understand the process? Well, there's no question. I mean, I, I you know, uh, it's it's easy to get frustrated. I mean, and uh, and we've had opportunity for that for sure. Um, but you know, uh, the the only way we're we're going to get out of this thing, and the only way we're going to keep moving the program in the right direction is to stay together. Uh, we've got to we've got to stay together, and every guy on the club and every coach on the team has got to be working as hard as we can to 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 make the necessary adjustments to ourselves in 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 good positions uh and and you know for the most part I've, I've been i've been happy with that there's a few guys that you know we're fighting on that and uh um you know eventually they'll figure out that we're going to win on that deal and they better get with us <laughs> <laughs> i'm not surprised you say that i <laughs> really not uh what, <laughs> well, well I, I mean i mean what i'm talking about is just you know um the, the the little things, you know, it's just the you know when you end up losing ball games, and there's there's multiple ball games o- over the course of the spring that that we, you know, it, it's one little thing, it's this, it's that, it's communication, it's uh, it's it's that extra effort of of just playing the game hard, you know, the, taking the extra base, being aware of it, looking for the opportunities. Um, and you know, I mean, for the most part, we're getting great, great, great communic- participation from the guys. They're they're all in, but they're like I said, there's a couple that that you know over over time it just uh, 
they've, they've got to get it sinking in. You know, I mean, I'm going to have to make adjustments. I'm going to have to do things a little differently than I want to do. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're just trying to keep, keep putting it one foot in front of the other, keep getting up in the morning and keep, uh, you know, using today to get better. That's the only day we have. And so that's what we're working at. I realize you're focused on your club, but when you look at the conference and I know we're only a couple of weekends into it last weekend, for example, uh, they're all sweeps by the home home teams. Is that a surprise to you when you see a result like that? I don't know. Going on the road's hard. It has, it's always been hard. Um, you know, uh, in our series, we were, we were right there in an extra inning game on Friday, you know, against Oklahoma State, who's who's a, who's a really nice club, a really good offensive team. Um, you know, they 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 give you heck of heck of matchup problems just because they have seven quality left-handed hitters in a lineup, and if and if you're not built to have left-handed pitching to uh, compete against them, it's a it's a matchup problem, especially in Stillwater where the ball jumps. Uh, but we're right there on Friday. Saturday and Sunday were a little tougher, uh, you know, and, and, and the ball games got a little out of hand. But, uh, you know, our guys are fighting. I'm sure everybody's fighting. And when I look around the league, the league's, the league's good. You know, Oklahoma State's good. is good. Texas good. Texas Tech's got a good club. West Virginia's off to a great start. You know, um, Kansas State, who we beat two out of three, is is currently eighteen and eight. They swept Oklahoma last week, and Oklahoma was a team that played in the national championship game last year. So, you know, the league's tough, um, and uh, and we're trying to catch up. Coach, I know it's early, and you talk about getting through conference play, but are you starting to get a feel for your rotation where it needs to be? Um. On the mound, we're 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 struggling with that. I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I mean, we we haven't gotten very many quality starts all year long. I mean, we don't have right now. We don't have the guys in place that have been able to go out there and give us five or six innings quality starts. Um, too many times, it's been a a three inning stint, and we have to get into that bullpen and start burning our bullpen. And that's you know, last week was another example of that. You know, Friday night. Um, we're in the bullpen in the fourth inning, and here we go. You know, we're fighting our tail off, but we're burning up our entire bullpen for a weekend. We're burning it up on Friday night trying to win a game. Um, so we've struggled. We've struggled to get quality starts from 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 our starting pitchers, uh, and we're 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 shuffling the deck a little bit this week. We're going to do a few things a little differently, and and uh, hopefully we can. Hopefully we can come out and get 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 some good wins at the University of Kansas. I was going to say, without tipping your hand, what are some of the things you can do to to make sure you have you know the, the depth that you need on Saturday and Sunday? We all know you know when you when in these three game sets that you know you 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 can run into a bumpy road, particularly on Sunday, the get out of town game. So what can you do if you get into that scenario? Well, I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get guys in and out a little quicker. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm hesitant on Friday night. You know, for example, I'm hesitant uh, mm-hmm. to to pull our starter in the third inning of a ball game when things aren't going good because I know the the damage it's going to do to our bullpen. Um, but but we haven't ha- we haven't shown the ability to go four, five, six innings anyhow. So you know what we probably need to do is we probably need to hey uh, you know. 
we're gonna we're gonna need to have three three main guys and go go and, and piece that ball game together, you know, and just start putting it together, and uh, and then do it again the next day, uh, and 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 use three different guys, and and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to try and keep them in shorter stints, everybody in shorter stints, but so that they can continue to be uh, available, um, but you know. Y- Starting pitching is a big part of this thing. I've always said that he who has the bullpen wins. Well, our bullpen's been competing pretty good, and and you know, uh, even last night, you know, we gave up two runs through through ten innings. Um, you know, that ought to be good enough to win, but it wasn't last night. So we've just got to continue to work there. We're improving on the field, position player wise. Our numbers are going up. Our batting average is up. Our, you know, we're improving there. Uh, but there's still a lot of room to keep going. So, um, you know, our coaches are working hard and our players are working hard. It's just one one step, one step at a time. It's not going to be uh, not going to be an immediate turnaround and you know a magic magic potion on this thing. It's going to be just playing the game a little bit better each and every day. And if every guy takes one step forward, then we we improve. It almost sounds, Mitch. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost sounds like maybe you're gonna attempt to treat the weekend like you would a, a midweek ball game and, and just put the pieces together to get through the nine innings and have the best arm available at that particular time. That's exactly right. I mean, that's exactly right. Um, you know, I mean, we've had, we've had good success on Tuesday nights, you know, I mean, we've, we've beaten Dallas Baptist, we've beaten Rice, we've beaten some good people. Um, you know, and we and we've we've had pretty good success on Tuesday nights. We haven't had near near that success on Friday nights. Uh, so uh, we're we're exactly going to be trying to do that and just uh, get guys out there maybe a little more often, and a little less less intensity. You know, a little less uh, number of pitches, and uh, um, just keep rotating them through. Given given the the other team's offense. Uh, you know, maximum of two looks at a pitcher, not three looks. You know, uh, you're not going to get three at-bats against the same guy. We're going to change it up. We're going to go a different way. We're going to give you a different look and, mm-hmm. and see if we can keep some people off balance a little bit better. What do you see in Kansas? Kansas is a club that they're, they, they've they got a first-year coach as well. They're in transition as well. Um, I think they're – you know, Dan Fitzgerald's a really good guy with, uh, you know, a good staff. They're working hard. Uh, they're not off to a great start, uh, you know, but they've they've got ability. Before I've got to go up there, we've got to go up there, set our jaw, and just decide that, hey, we're coming out of here with some Ws. Uh, I think both teams will be fighting very hard. You know, at the end of the day, uh you just you just want to try and win games, and uh, and these are the most important games of the year for us right now. They're the they're the only games in front of us, so uh, that, that that's the only thing I'm focusing on. Hey, hey before we let you get out of here, Toppy, talk a little bit about Will Rigney. He was pitcher of the week in the conference. Of it, just just and his story, and and just talk a little bit about that the Midway kid. Well, Will is a, a great kid, hard worker, ultra competitive kid, ultra competitive, and it's been fun to watch him. Uh, you know, he's gone through a lot. He's been through a lot, multiple surgeries. Uh, you know, got hurt his senior year of high school. Was projected to be a pretty good draft pick. Uh, got hurt his senior year of high school, and then, you know, has battled through multiple surgeries over the years. And uh, 
you know, we got him back healthy again and, and, uh, you know, he went out there, uh, week before last and was, you know, in two different outings, uh, you know, two and three innings a piece at a time. So, I mean, he was, you know, striking out two guys about uh, an inning and, and really was, was big for us. And so he gives us a boost. There's no question. It's great having him back. It's great to see his tenacity and his perseverance through this thing. Um, and then it's fun to watch his competitiveness. When he get, when he takes the mound, he takes it with a joy um, that he understands that, you know, hey, this is a blessing and uh, the opportunity to compete is special. So it's been fun watching Will um, get back on the field. We, we, we need him and we need him good, you know, and, uh, and uh, hopefully he can keep going out there and giving us some good outings and stay healthy for us. Mitch, thanks. Appreciate your time. Know you're busy. Uh, best of luck in Lawrence this weekend. Hey, thank you, Tom. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon. Mitch Thompson, head baseball coach at uh, Baylor University. It is 847. We're 13 away from 9. This is Game Time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, Big 12 softball. This weekend on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball home hosting Kansas this weekend at Gatterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon, all on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. 24-month lease with 5,200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price in stock, number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm laying on the floor. Why? I am so fat from eating lunch. Why can't tacos be good for you? That is the mystery of the universe, isn't it? Well, the mystery is how did I eat that many tacos? I'm really plump. Well, I think uh, maybe the question of the day should be about foundation repair and not tacos. I like tacos. Okay, but we can help you with foundation repair. Or if you have tacos. So give us a call, 254-235-4922. I like extra cheese. Or fixitjimmy.com. And tacos. It's not even Tuesday. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Walker Polk blasted a two-out, two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth to send Baylor to extra innings against Abilene Christian, only to lose in the 11th inning, 5-2. Baylor softball shut out UT San Antonio 8-0. They're back on the diamond again tonight against Texas State with a 6 o'clock first pitch. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball hosts North Central Texas for a doubleheader at Bosque River Ballpark starting at 1 o'clock this afternoon. A high last are ranked 11th in the latest JUCO National Softball Poll. MCC Baseball, meanwhile, is on the road at North Central Texas for a noon doubleheader. The Highlanders are ranked 6th in the nation in this week's baseball poll. Reports indicate that women's basketball assistant Candace Thomas will be recommended to replace Bill Brock as the High Lassies head coach. She's been with the school for the last nine seasons. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, take 52. We're eight away from uh, 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad to have you with us. Uh, John is coming up at 3. Matt Mosley will be here at uh, 4 o'clock. Haley Cowan, former Baylor uh, uh, aerobics and tumbling. I said aerobics. Acro- acrobatics and tumbling. And a current UFC fighter will will throw down with Aaron in the 3 o'clock hour. <laughs> I, I just great. saw this. This is the... the that's great. <laughs> well, Aaron better run. That's all I got to say. And I mean, he better run for the hills. <laughs> that is awesome. Three o'clock this afternoon. Haley Cowan with, with J-Mo on the program. Matt Mosley. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Aaron Sexton in the ring against... Against, <laughs> in the, against nothing. Uh, in the octagon. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Would that be funny? <laughs> so... Yeah, he, he better run for the hills. Uh, all right, Haley Cowan on with J-Mo at 3. Matt will be here at 4. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Boy, we're going to get you ready for um, for opening day tomorrow. Our buddy, Alan Carter, as we mentioned, is the uh, the director of The Voice and a humongous baseball fan. Uh, Ranger baseball fan. I think he's friends with Chris Young, the, the GM. Uh, we're going to have him on the program tomorrow morning. Just, you know, and I'm telling you, he, he, I do it for fun, but he starts talking finances with the Rangers. And, and, and he's, I mean, he's, he's kind of locked in. He's got this stuff kind of figured out. So we'll have him on the program. What else we got tomorrow, Ryan? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Uh, we'll probably have RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys. We got to get up to speed on what the Cowboys are doing, so we'll do that. Yeah, so so we got some stuff. We'll have some stuff for you tomorrow morning uh, at seven o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Have your yes, sir. North Texas is in the NIT championship against UAB as UAB beat Utah Valley last night in overtime. 
So that is that game played tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I think ESPN will have that. Mm, yes. Okay. So there you go. Tomorrow night on ESPN. NIT uh, finals. Keontae George declaring for the NBA That's draft. That's right. Keontae George has uh, made it official. He is uh, headed to the NBA draft. So, uh, and everybody kind of anticipated that. I mean, when he got here, everybody said he was a one and done. Uh, what is that now? Three one and dones in the last two years for, for Baylor? Exactly. So, there you go. Uh, that means you're recruiting some high caliber basketball players. Uh, we will do this again tomorrow, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have some fun. We'll do it again at about 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Have yourself a great day. Uh, <laughs> listen this afternoon at 3 and see, <laughs> see if Aaron <laughs> survives. <laughs> and just the vision, uh, the visual of that just <laughs> got me tickled. All right, we'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.